babies. Hello. Hi, Raymond. How are you? Wow, it is tank top season <laughs> in the podcast studio, huh? Goddamn right, baby. Wow. You give me that 90 degree weather once and it's a tank top season. So I was here. Uh, following a little bit of the family's social media posts there when you were down in Disney. You mean uh, the wife, not mine. Yeah, by the way, uh, listeners, really fantastic blog on simplemindsports.com. Ray's experience of the wild world of Disney. <laughs> Uh, if you want to go check that out, the grammar guru, it was up there for several days before I had a chance to go in there and take a look. And uh, the grammar guru was certainly at it again. Thank you. Just, uh, I don't There's know. some breaths that I took and I put a period or comma, either or, one or the other. A, it, was a, it was a good 650 word uh, blog Sentence? with one period. <laughs> <laughs> either way no some really some really comical stuff i won't give i won't give the headline away but i did laugh out loud on the one line it's just a picture of mickey mouse and whoever else these fucking assholes m.i.a yeah. someone's so disappointed <laughs> you just want to see some goddamn characters just ridiculous so anyway yeah you come from the heat of orlando back to apparently the heat of new hampshire in the podcast Ooh. studio but you know mm. oh this is my point you were rocking Every uh, NBA shirtless tank top jersey, I think, known to man on that trip. Yeah. Thanks yeah. to Wuhan. My friends over at Wuhan just sending me those cheap jerseys. And that's not an insensitive joke, people. We've been oh. saying that even before. Well, no, we started this during the pandemic. But that's where Ray gets his jerseys. That's, where that's from. why he has so many. They cost 35 bucks a clip because yep. they're uh, getting uh, made over in sweatshops in China. It just happens to be Wuhan, and the world happened to be flipped upside down because of said uh, geographical area. So that's not an insensitive joke. Mm-mm, mm-mm. That's, just nope. facts. that's just facts. I can yeah. read Mandarin, and that's what it says, Wuhan, China. <laughs> well, that, I don't think that's... First of all, it's Mandarin, not Mandarin, or the <laughs> fucking Marjorin? bullshit you just spilled out of your fucking mouth. But Beyond the point, yeah. Uh, well, waiting for Bill, the guy, the poor man's been stuck in traffic for. It, what God, seems karma's, like, a, karma's such a beautiful fucking thing, and I hours. love it. I he love wanted it. To, quote: Start his holiday weekend early. Left work and has been in traffic, <laughs> traffic. forever. Since, I think like since four thirty, and it's now seven thirty. <laughs> yeah, I think since last year he's been in traffic, and then uh, so we're gonna start the show without him, and yeah, it should be a real treat when he joins us. <laughs> Oh, yeah. And we'll do the Sunday social hour after. So anybody wants to listen to that, uh, Billy Trashkin will be at his all time high. Will be on full display for Sunday's show that oh, yeah. we're recording tonight. So uh, let's go ahead and get into it, Raymond, my friend. Uh, this is the Simple Mind Sports Show. Friday headlines, May 28th. Welcome to the show. I, I know this is more of a cold open thing, but I just going to tell you, I'm on um, an undisclosed location. You're doing like a Felger. You're on, yeah, you're yeah, in your secret basically. spot. Yeah. I, I'm like, I'm, I'm the other island over. Yeah. But I, uh, I've been drinking a lot of not beer. Yeah. I feel, I feel fantastic. Me too. <laughs> Speaking of that, White Birch Brewing. <laughs> just... Just you get nothing but the best at Simple Mind Sports Show. White Birch Brewing is who we are normally drinking on a regular basis. Now, I you know that that's the truth. 
you know, I have not been able to embark in as much white birch as I would like because, you know, I, I don't live up there. But you spent pretty much six months drinking nothing but white birch beer on their dime. Thank you, uh, Dave, the owner down there. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, listeners, you probably can't get it for free, but it's worth the six, five, six, seven bucks a pint. Get on down to the uh, tap room down there in National New Hampshire. Ray address, please. 460 Amherst Street. Get yourself a flight, get yourself a pint, get yourself some merchandise. If you see it in the stores, please pick it up wherever you get it. Tell them the Simple Minds boys sent you White Birch Brewing. And although I'm enjoying a nice vodka drink, they have some very simple, you know, nice sours. Uh, They got, uh, I think they got some kind of lager or colch, like just some light, nice, easy summer drinking stuff going on down there at White Birch right now. So, And if you want to party it up, go get their triple IPA, 11%, something a lot more interesting. My personal favorite. If you want to get the party started early, just have one of those. When the sun goes down, it doesn't matter what you're drinking. Mm. You're just there to party. So Mm. there you go. And uh, all right. Well, uh, I wanted to start this off with all of the controversy that has sparked up. This is why sports and sports shows are fantastic because it's never it, there's never, never a dull moment like even in the lulls they last for and then out of nowhere you are sparked back into some kind of controversy this one uh f- coming from our favorite person to hate Kyrie Irving and his ridiculous fucking remarks that have taken on a life of their own especially here in Boston after their game two walloping of the Boston Celtics but let's 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 hang on to that. I would like to get Bill's take on that. Uh, Ray, this show is named after you. Simple Mind Sports Show, bottom of the pole of dumb. Let's, let's do something a little bit lighter. Let's have a little bit of an airier feel. Let's start Pats. Let's start Patriots. Oh, okay. Let's start Pats. Go Pats. Yeah, they're a first official media practice today. We're mm-hmm. uh, all, of, all of the beat guys were freaking jazzed up. I think I saw a tweet from Mike, Mike Reese said, I am hyped with an apostrophe D for practice today. He sent a little video of the quarterbacks throwing Cam Newton still likes, looks like he doesn't know how to throw in the NFL and Mac Jones is wearing number 50. So uh, I don't know if, I don't know if you've been, well, Belichick always does that. He gives the rookies shitty numbers to make them understand that it's not about your number or you it's about the team. So here's 50 Mac Jones. You're nothing to me. You're dead to me (laughs) until you prove otherwise. I'm Bill Belichick. Suck my dick. Uh, so yeah, give me your give me your op- your opening impressions on uh, on the media coverage here on the first open practice. Uh, we got some sound clips out of Bill Belichick. You can talk about. We got some sound clips um, out of some of the guys there. So yeah, what what are your thoughts? Again, you have all these price ta- like you got all these big free agents. You got you know tight ends re re opt. You got John Osanu. You got uh, Hunter Henry. Uh, you got. Uh, New wide receivers for Cam Newton, and what is he going to do? He's going to shit it all away. I heard he looked like shit at practice, still throwing to the fucking feet. I mean, I don't know. Go out and spend a quarter of a billion dollars, and you're going to still look like shit because Cam Newton's going to be behind center. doesn't matter if you have a training camp, if you have voluntary workouts this year, if he's getting all the playbook, he's going to have it down pat. He still can't throw the goddamn ball. So I read some interesting things that they say they might be splitting time, him and Mac Jones. They might, Bill Belichick might have this master plan to play both of them, two different playbooks, have them go out there. I don't know how that would fucking work, how that would look, but anyone but Cam right now, anyone but Cam. All eyes are certainly on the quarterback. Um, Bob Sosi joined 
uh, Zolak and Bertrand this afternoon and got some got some nice clips out of that. I was thinking about it today, Ray. Maybe we'll up our production here and start ripping clips off the internet and add them to the show. I'm not sure Ooh. exactly how I would do that because this did you is quit your day job yet? <laughs> I'm gonna have to in order to <laughs> do that. I was also listening to uh, the Fugger Matt and like Jimmy Stewart was talking about something. I think it was a baseball clip. He's like, yeah, this press conference is 25 minutes long and I cut it down to two minutes. Like that guy earns his fucking money. Fuck. Oh, yeah. Jimmy Stewart has got the producers on their money. Anyway, uh, a different story for a different day. But Sosie was basically like, yeah, Cam still sucks at the things he sucks at. He's fading balls to the right. Uh, he, he can't really throw accurately to his right side. Uh, Mac Jones. And then he and so that was a burn on Cam. And then he said, Mac Jones looks as advertised. He's a little bit small, could could bulk up, but he's accurate. He's tight. And the real barn burner was, <laughs> I forget exactly how he phrased it. This is why we need the audio. But you said uh, the first day from a round one quarterback looks better than the third year from a fourth round quarterback. A not so veiled fucking dish on poor Jarrett Stidham. Who we, we said Stidham's going to be on the way out now. The Hoyers the here. Fucking wolves, man. Now the Hoyers here, there's a crowded quarterback room. You got to get rid of one of them and Stidham's the odd man out. He has to be. You, It'll you're be interesting. Hoyer yeah. You're bringing Hoyer in to help Mac Jones out. You know, you want him to speed up with the playbook, help him be that veteran leadership. If you have questions, you know, what do you do on this play? Here's your answer. Brian Hoyer has been there, done that. Stidham, he's a lost cause. Get him out of the fucking system. That fucking goddamn jersey I have in my closet is going <laughs> to rot there forever now. I just God like the, the, the quarterback Patriot, the, the bringing um, Brian Hoyer back makes sense for a couple different reasons obviously number one is the mentoring of mac jones without the mm-hmm. competitive angle of of cam newton because as much as we want to say about cam newton i agree with you you know we're going to let this offense go to waste with cam newton um at the helm he's not going to miraculously turn into a good throwing quarterback overnight it's just not going to happen but i do think he could probably mentor a young quarterback i don't think he has Absolutely. that that Brady gene in him where he's going to fucking cut off Garoppolo and, and, you know, bury the keys to TB 12 and say, fuck you. I think that he would probably help Mac Jones along the way. However, obviously Brian Hoyer profiles as a closer style stylistically to Mac Jones. And I, you have to assume that's why they brought him back. Also, I think that they brought him in a year ago, um, and guaranteed him a chance to win the starting job and kind of fucked him on that when they signed Cam. So I think Belichick kind of owes him and likes him. He's his guy. He drafted him, yada, yada, yada. I still am not convinced he's going to be on the on the roster for week one. I'm still not convinced. But in the same breath, they never gave Jared Stidham a chance when Cam Newton was thrown for 69 yards. Nice. Nice. No, because so, he was in Texas at a wedding for a fucking month and a half with his wife. So I don't know. Is Jared Stidham the odd man out? It's not like Bill Belichick to completely give up on an asset. And I don't think, what are you going to get for Jared Stidham if you trade him? Nothing. Nothing. He's a not going to release him. Are they going to try and get him to the practice squad, clear him through waivers? I don't think that's going to work. Someone will pick him up. Oh, so some douchebag with a vendetta against the Patriots would definitely take him. I can totally see them cutting Brian Hoyer and bringing him back for each week for a practice for basically a second, third quarterback coach or whatever, you know, yeah. Yeah. That, that it's kind of what it seems like to me, but. Cause uh, I think he's what 30. He's, he's not that old. He's probably like 36, 37, Brian Hoyer. Yeah. He's got to be in his mid thirties, something like that. Yeah. So he's, he's not old. So it's not like he's on his way out to the door, like retirement. Like he's got probably a few more years left. 
Yeah, I don't know what his I don't know what his salary is, but they probably guaranteed him a decent amount of money more, you know. Oh yeah. And just gave him a cu- nice little cushy job. Come mentor the kid. We'll uh, keep you on the practice squad. You'll paid every week. You'll never get hit. That that type of deal. Yeah. Um, here's a question for you that I didn't see out there. I, everyone's expecting Hightower back, and Belichick spoke to the media, and he didn't say outright that Hightower will be coming back, but he didn't say he wouldn't which is a little bit iffy to me. I'm kind of getting a little bit worried about Dante Hightower and, and him coming back or not. He wasn't there no. today. He hasn't been there. So what's the deal with Hightower, you think? I think he's on his way out. I think he just had his first kid last offseason. That's why he took the COVID year off because he's he had his first child. So him and his wife wanted to make sure everything was fine. So I think the taking a year off, losing probably that game weight that you have, you know, linebackers are – pretty big you know you probably lost probably 30 pounds of just muscle mass just for not you know being in game shape so maybe he just realizes you know i don't have the desire anymore i got a family now you know and you see all these head injuries cte shit he's probably like no i just want to stay home now I, do you I have think my Hightower's coming back Mm-mm. i think wow it's dumb. wow breaking news here from some of my sports show the bottom of the totem pole of dumb is predicting that hightower does not come back this year I, think I, done. I can't agree with that because I just think you're t- now you're in now you're you're into OTAs you're into practices like I don't know if Hightower does Belichick dirty like that like can't like what if he already knows what if Belichick already knows he doesn't want to make the announcement for Hightower or what if he's seen something and Hightower wouldn't make this team and it's a Teddy Bruschi type situation where you know hey if you come into camp you don't look good you can't pass the physical we're gonna cut you and he pretty much says, well, fuck it. I don't want to go anywhere else. I just started this family. I'm going to retire. Maybe, but I think Hightower would walk on this team and be the best front seven player you have on the team. I mean, I get he's a year away from football and that's going to affect people, but the dude was an animal in 2019. He was an absolute animal. Yeah. yeah. But what's the left that proof for him? What's left to prove for him? He's got well, the, he's got the Super the Bowls, game. you know? But yeah, but what if you lost it after Money. being out for a year? What Eight if you mil. lost it? Eight mil guarantee. Well, all these guys, all these guys are doing these production companies. He has side. I guarantee you, he has side ventures that he's doing right now. He's, Maybe he can make that eight million. Easily. You got a softer Bill Belichick right now. Like you're signing the likes of Brian Hoare. You're keeping Cam Newton in the starting lineup. Devin McCourty is one of the highest paid safeties in the league after uh, on his third contract. Stephon Gilmore's still on the fucking team. You got a softer Bill <laughs> Belichick right now. I don't think. Oh, here's the, here's the bad boy. Oh boy. I don't pray think, for all of us. Pray, boys. For everyone, pray. I don't think that um, I don't think that this is the type of situation that Bill Belichick is, is going to handle with Dante Hightower. I, no. I, I, I have to think that Dante Hightower is going back. <laughs> Hi, Bill. And you're shitty. I'm buying. Actually, you know what, Bill? We're talking Patriots. Patriots camp just started. Feel free to jump right in. This is the no yes, pleasantries. Sir. Nothing else going on. We've already talked about Cam Newton sucks. The Mac Jones, Bob Sosi told us that Cam Newton blows. Mac Jones is already better than Stidham. Feel free to give your piece. I'm going to buy you a fucking webcam and send it to you right now as you speak. So go ahead. Well, thank you. <laughs> and I'm sorry for your troubles today, getting out of work into your holiday weekend, which I'm sure you are already ecstatic and fucked up about. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, Cam Newton, uh, I didn't see much of it, but yeah, I mean, he's terrible, but I still expect him to start. I don't care what Bob Sosie says. It's all Bill's opinion is the only one that fucking matters. And Cam's starting week one, unless he gets hurt, he's the guy that's going to start week one. I don't, I still think Mac Jones has a slim to none chance of starting. And especially if you think by week four, when you're playing fucking Tampa, they're not going to let him walk Brady in here and fucking run him over. It's not going to happen. 
It's not going to fucking happen at all. I don't see Max starting until at least midseason. The, the one thing we have to hope for is Cam gets hurt. That's it. That's I think. It, other than that, he's starting. They're that giving him every oppor- They're giving him every opportunity to start. I just don't expect Mac Jones to get. It. I expect him to redshirt every year, uh, the whole year. You've seen it with countless times with Patriots in, in their first round draft picks and and even third, fourth round draft picks. They just redshirt these guys, and that's what I think is going to happen with Mac Jones. What do you What do you think the deal is with Hightower? He's not there right now. Do you think that Belichick's just letting him work his way back in? Do you think you expect him back? Breaking news before he got on, uh, the bottom of the totem pole believes and has predicted that Dante Hightower is done. He's not coming back. I, I tend to lean for him to come back. It's, you know, it's another veteran thing. It's voluntary workouts. The real date's in June. You know, what, two weeks or three weeks? Yeah, it's June, June 14th, I think. Yeah, so June, so June, June 14th, the mandatory mini camps. So talk to me then, you know, a, a, a lot of these guys are sitting out. I don't, I don't, I mean, it doesn't really do much. You're not in pads. You're not in anything. So, I mean, I don't, I don't put a lot into it. Talk to me in June. I still think he makes this team, the leadership on defense with him and Kyle Van Noy coming back. I mean, he's still got talent in 2019. He probably had his best year, yeah. you know, and then with the COVID he probably, you know, I think with COVID, you know, that's why he sat out, but he sounds like he's worn and ready to go. He's on the last year of his deal. You know, I think it's eight and a half to 9 million, I believe. Uh, yeah, what, what is, I would expect that. I would expect that to be restructured, honestly, and maybe that's what's holding it up. But I, in my opinion, I think it's holding up because he's a veteran. You don't have to show up. You set out last year. Ray made a good point. You might have dropped 20, 30 pounds just not being in football shape. Get yourself in football shape. Show up when the real practices start. Let's get that contract workable so we can sign Julio Jones. Let's work something out. Uh, Dante Hightower is going back. The bottom of the totem pole, dumb. Wild, wild prediction, but you know, you've been right once or twice in your life, so we'll see. Uh, here's another Patriots thought before we move on. Uh, Adam Vinatieri, not officially, unofficially retired on the Pat McAfee show. Your Happy thoughts, trails. Happy trails. I mean, it's good to see it. What he hasn't had it. What the last year he played was what 2019. I don't think he played at all in the COVID year because he's been he out got of hurt. League. Yeah, but he's basically been out of league and he was terrible in 2019. I believe they brought it. That was the first time you really saw him get hurt. They brought a kick yeah. competition because he was god god awful. 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 You're 46. You're the, the highest scoring player in NFL history. Good for him. I just wish you'd go in the Hall of Fame as a Patriot, but it's clearly going to be a cult. And mm-hmm. so in that case, go fuck yourself. Yeah. My thoughts, uh, I agree with Bill and the Queen on that one. Uh, fuck yourself if you're going in as a cult. You won three Super Bowls here, and now you're going to disgrace us like that. They have, they, don't they oh, have that they marker in the parking lot? They disgraced him. They disgraced him. They didn't give him the money. You know, you, you, don't be such fucking homers on this one. All right. He played. More, first of all, he played longer with the Colts. He won a Super Bowl with the Colts. I get it. He didn't win three. He didn't won the, the two won Super Bowl. I know he didn't win three like he won with the Patriots. He won one with the Colts. He didn't have the 2001 run with the Patriots, which may be the best run of kickers of all time, including the snowball kick, the overtime kick against Oakland uh, and the game winner in the Super Bowl. I understand all of that. But they fucking let him go. They did him dirty. They didn't want to pay him over a couple hundred thousand dollars. All right. So you surprised by that? Yeah, no, I'm not. But I'm not going to say fuck Adam Vinatieri over it. Like he made his choice. He went and got the money that he earned. And because the Patriots didn't want to pay him. That was it. That was it. And they held on to Gus, the shank and Gostowski for about six years too long because whatever, because what Bill liked them. Yeah, look. I'm team Bill. I'm team Patriots, but I'm not going to say fuck Adam Vinatieri if he goes into the hall as a cult. It'll suck. It'll hurt. It'll hurt the old heart. 
he, I think he had a better career as a Patriot for sure. But, Absolutely. But, uh, you know, that's his fucking choice. So whatever. Good for him. Uh, Bill, webcam's on the way. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> we waited for you to get into the controversy of uh, the sports world, which is kind of taken over and really, really just today, as we record Thursday, really taking on a life of its own, especially here in the uh, New England, Boston area. Uh, obviously, I'm talking about Kyrie Irving in his comments after game two, uh, after the Nets completely demolished the Celtics, by the way, which is not a headline. We don't need to talk about that game. Uh, but Kyrie came out and said, uh, I hope it's when asked about his return to Boston for the first time in front of fans, which is, again, Let's remember the first time he was supposed to come in front of fans, he ducked it with a quote unquote shoulder injury. The second time mm-hmm. he came, there were no fans because of COVID and he saged the fucking court like a gypsy. The third mm-hmm. time now he's coming back. And this is the first time is he would be in front. No, the first is the, no, you can say gypsy. They're they are not represented well enough to be a beep. Um, this is Don't the first time that he will be in front of the Celtics crowd which he was expected to be booed mercilessly for, not because of any subtle racism, which he, which he threw out in his comments, but because he treated the Celtics organization and the fans like a bunch of assholes because he is an asshole. And obviously at this point, everyone knows the comments. Uh, he said, basically, when speaking about Boston fans treating him uh, coming back to the garden, I hope we keep to stick to basketball and there's no belligerent uh, comments and there are no subtle racist remarks and you keep that shit uh, to basketball is relatively what he said. Everyone knows the comments at this point. We can get into the racism in Boston if you want, but for right now, no. on this on this little this little turn, everyone take their turn. Just obviously, obviously, what a fucking cowardly bullshit, shitty fucking predictable, insufferable remark by Kyrie Irving. Marcus Smart, do you hear his comments today? I'm not asking about Marcus Smart. No, nope. I'm asking about but Kyrie this is Irving. Directly related to this shit. All right, so I can't stand. There's Kyrie. Yeah, he's ducking, ducking, ducking. He doesn't want the fan. I, the racist bullshit I'm tired of fucking hearing at this point. You have bad apples basically everywhere the, you, the fuck you go. You know, you got guys like even Kendrick Perkins came out and said it was basically fucking bullshit. But, but then the little thing Marcus Smart said today was like, yeah, I've heard it. After Danny Age went on the fucking radio this morning and basically said, no, I didn't hear shit. Now, no player has ever said it. And now you hear that. It's like the stigma needs to die. And Kyrie is a driving force especially now it's like there was no need to throw a dig at it. There was no need for it. Like there's half, there's 5,000 fans in the, in the fucking stands. Like there's just no need to fucking throw the race card out there. There's no fucking need. Cause the whole city of Boston that just hates your fucking guts. And now all of a sudden, like you're going to, we're just going to throw some racist shit at you. Fuck you, Kyrie. I'm just done. Done with him. I hope his, he fucking, I hope he dies on the way to Boston. <laughs> I don't even care anymore. Let him fucking co- die. His comments alone hurt. Boston more than him leaving and not re-upping in Boston, I think. I mean, this just put a black eye and you know, the league listens to him. I mean, Tatum was a big listener, Kyrie. He has he's a big influence in this league. So him saying this, it just puts a bad look on Boston for free agency, for uh young kids coming up in the draft in college right now. That this won't be a destination. It wasn't already. Now it's definitely not gonna be a destination for these African American players to come play in Boston. So this alone. And like Bill said, I hope he fucking tears an ACL, breaks a fibula, something like that, because this guy is an absolute cunt. 
He just doesn't want to get booed. He's gonna he's gonna get he's get, he has the biggest target on his back coming to Boston now. He's going to get booed mercifully mercifully mercifully. That's a hard word. Whatever. That's a hard word. Neither one of you could have said that word. That's no, but he's gonna get booed. He just put a huge target on his back. You think the drunk Boston guys aren't gonna say shit to him? They're, you're gonna get a round of boos, and he's gonna take the rest of the series off. Wait till okay, game. Let me, okay, wait till hold game on, four. Hold on. Let really me good. let me let me round what you guys said into shape because I think that you're just, right. Just say I, the words right because. But I, I can't. think that you're coming from a a, a, a honest and, and raw place from a Boston fan and a residents perspective, and everyone in the media that I've been taught that I've been listening to from the national to the local guys are. Rightfully so, dancing and walking around this subject because a lot of them are white, and it's a hard thing to talk about when you're white, especially in this uh, type of uh, you know society that we're in. And that society is not the right word, but you know what I'm talking about. Um, what Kyrie said is not ne- is not necessarily true. There's certainly racism, and we know for a fact that there have been racist uh, uh, remarks said at games in Boston. Adam Jones <laughs> is the 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 is the number one um that comes to comes to mind he was playing for baltimore yeah when he was playing for baltimore in center field uh the n-word was was laid upon him um there have there haven't been any specific instances like that at the garden to my knowledge uh, in recent history so whatever marcus smart is talking about i'm not sure what then is however bill i think your point is valiant and raised that kyrie irving for whatever reason holds a, a grasp on these players and on these guys for, because he cares himself as the smartest guy in the room, even though his fucking information for what it seems like comes from Terrible. YouTube. Yeah. What is government? Marcus Smart asked, was asked the question, have you heard the, you know, racist things uh, out, of the, out of the fans in Boston? And uh, to his credit, I don't disbelieve him. I'm sure he has. I'm I disbelieve sure he- him, and I'm going to tell you why. Because he said in Oklahoma State that some good dude that he punched in the fucking stands called him an Edward, and then he backtracked after he got a huge suspension and said, "Yeah, that never happened." He's okay. A well, liar. hold on. All right. Well, well, Marcus Smart might be the wrong guy. Same as Kyrie might be the wrong guy to be for be taking on these, the, you know, this subject. And I, that's what Kyrie did. He belittled an important subject across the league and across the country. And maybe Marcus Smart's not the right guy to do it, Bill, because of his history however that being said i won't disbelieve him because i do of course there are racist fucking people in boston because there are racist people ever my point is if he was asked the question have you heard racist remarks in utah the answer probably would be yes have you heard it in atlanta probably yes you've probably heard it in a lot of places that you've played because it's a it's a fucking problem everywhere and the fact that kai in the in in the in the you know, in the point of this that is getting buried now by the overall uh, um, uh, uh, agenda that Boston is a racist town, which I think is overplayed at this point. Of course, there's racism here, but I, I don't know how much worse it is than everywhere else. Yeah. I mean, Atlanta, you just lost the MLB All-Star game because your governor put in a law uh, 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 that people consider racist. So and nobody talks about Atlanta as racism. And, and in Philadelphia, you just had someone dump pump co- popcorn on R- Russell Westbrook. And in New York City, you just had someone spit on Trey Young. And nobody talks about those cities as overtly racist. So I think Boston gets gets put into the into a, an unfair um, conversation when it comes to racism. And uh, unfortunately, I think the players fall in. They, they get sucked into that. And I think that's what's happening here. But to the greater point, 
this we would not be talking about this if Kyrie Irving selfishly did not duck the Boston fans by bringing up fucking racism in Boston, which in 2019 he was asked directly about, have you ever experienced racism in Boston? He said emphatically, no, the same year that he said, I would like to be asked back here if you would have me. And that's why you're getting booed, Kyrie, you fucking insufferable prick. You douchebag. Yeah, you can use cut there. He is. He is the I mean, I've said this a thousand times. Easily the hatest fucking athlete. Easily the easiest, easiest athlete to hate. Just shut the fuck up. Face the music, dude. You left. Face the music like everybody else. It's sports. You show up. You're the enemy. You get booed. Face the fucking music. You're going to win by 30. Just shut up. Just shut the fuck up. Katie didn't say anything when he went back to Oklahoma City when he was with the Golden State. He just went there, took it like a fucking man. He's the biggest baby baby back. Jesus Christ. Even LeBron, you LeBron haters. He never, I mean, obviously, you never said anything bad about Cleveland. He's never going to say anything bad about Miami. Like, just understand Kyrie back. Okay, the racist part has been said. Kyrie Irving, you coward. Oh, you coward. I hope that they face the Knicks in the Eastern Conference Finals and lose. That I would—that's me rooting for the fucking Knicks because mm. what a what an absolute burn that would be. Anyone but the Nets now, baby. I'll take oh, anyone but the Nets. God. Oh, I hope you know face the Lakers and just LeBron put you in a locker. <laughs> I'll, I'll root for the fucking Lakers. Yep. Oh, what a fucking insufferable prick. And obviously we didn't touch on Kendrick Perkins, you know, came out in uh, response and obviously said a lot of great things to say about the city of Boston. And that same show I was watching Stephen A. Smith basically said the same thing we did that Kyrie, you're out of bounds here. That was the wrong thing to say. Even if a part of it might be true, that why, what are you bringing it up for? There's no point there. Real quickly, the Danny Ainge comments, which are now going viral. He's getting fucking slammed. For what you said, Bill, I haven't heard any of this in 26 years. Bullshit, Danny. Fuck you, dude. Like, you know, you've heard it. Of course you fucking heard it. Like, that was just a dumbass thing to say by Danny. He was pissed. Like, we're pissed at Kyrie. Yeah. Especially when he says we have been conversations with Kyrie. And this has never been brought up. So it's kind of like, I don't know. He's trying to protect his ass. He's trying to protect his assets with the two young Jays. And you want to bring people in. And so you guys cover your ass. But yeah, I mean you were the most dominant white team in the NBA in the eighties. You didn't hear any racism bullshit. We were also the first team ever to start an all African, all African American starting five. You draft the bill. Well, I'm just saying when he was I'm playing, saying, when he was playing, I, I, no, I know, but I mean, yeah, but Bill Russell didn't want his number retired because of the bolt because of, you know, burning crosses in his yard when he played for Boston. Of course, Danny Ainge has heard racism in Boston as a Celtics player. Of course he has. Why would why would you like he's not dumb? He's been in this position for 30 years. How do you think that's going to go over the media saying I've never heard a Celtics player say I've experienced racism in Boston? Bullshit. 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 All three of us have been in Boston and probably heard someone drop an end bomb. We've been to a game. Like, oh, yeah, we've been to games if you heard that. Yeah. Everyone that's been uh. in the garden has heard someone be racist in some way or another. It's like to, for Danny Ainge to come out and say that was just a real lapse in judgment. I guarantee you the Celtics and him will come out with a statement in the next day or two saying, look, Apologizing. spoke at a turn. Obviously, I didn't mean what I said. You understand what I'm trying to say. I think that we've built a good culture here. And I do. I think the Celtics great, built a really great culture in terms of race and whatever else. Uh, it's just, I think, Bill, you kind of, I think you say it with your face that we can barely see. It's just frustrating at this point. It really as is. A, I'm just as tired a of hearing fan, about it. Like, I'm tired of it. It's like, it's, I get, yeah, it's, there's, yeah, it's frustrating. 
And it's not just as, it's just not in, in basketball. Again, you alluded to the fucking the Red Sox shit with Adam Jones. You heard Tory Hunter basically said I would have never signed in Boston because of all that shit. So it's it's just frustrating to hear because then it's like you hear the other side where Kevin Garnett, Jermaine Wiggins on the radio this morning was preaching how we're not racist and all that. He's from the city, all this other shit. You know what I mean? And it's just so fucking frustrating. I'm just tired of hearing it. I'm just tired of it. And 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 to hear it from Kyrie Irving makes it even worse and just more tiresome. Yeah. That's a word. Tiresome's you know I mean? a great tire Kyrie Irving and tiresome is a they are synonyms there mm-hmm. ray that means they mean the same the thing. same thing yep mm-hmm. good job uh that's a really actually great way it's on to the test that, tomorrow Bill, at school. and it's a great way to, to stop um does anyone have anyone anything you guys have anything to say about uh the two fans kicked out uh the philly fan the the knicks fan both kicked out i the philly fan for life i think i don't know what they've said about the knicks fan uh i'll just say my piece quickly and we'll move on um the philly fans they're getting soft they used to throw batteries and they used to throw beer bottles at players. Now they're dumping popcorn. Philly fans are just soft. Knicks fan, you spit on someone. That's the most, that's the most disrespectful it's thing so that you can do. Fuck that guy. Send him to the gulags. Uh, the popcorn, the Philly, the Philly popcorn, the, fu- the that's soft outrage from the Philly stuff on Westbrook. I, I can't. I couldn't help but laugh. Dude, it's, it's fucking popcorn. <laughs> he had You're like seven guys guy to try- be arrested. <laughs> Bill, what's the worst thing that's been thrown at you in a bar and no one's been arrested? And this guy. A lot worse people, than popcorn. People <laughs> want this guy arrested for fucking popcorn. Well, you we see got- LeBron. The guy wants LeBron. LeBron wants him to lose his fucking job. You want yeah, it's this? like, dude, who gets oh, it's LeBron? Your- oh, God, I don't care. I think it's funny. We had chicken fingers thrown not, at us in Philly. What is dude, it with the yeah, food in we, Philly? We were right. and had food thrown at us and nothing happened to us. And, and I get it. The player safety, like, yeah, I guess it could have been something else. Blah, well, blah, they don't blah, want blah, another blah. melee like at the, the palace. I mean, The if you butter get in his eyes and he can't fucking yeah, play ever the, again? But come the on. melee at the palace, that those fans lost their right to come to the to the game and whatever else and wh- whatever the repercussions were in real life, they dealt with. But Meta World Peace had a 10-year fucking career after that and made millions of dollars. Russell Westbrook is going to make $100 million dollars on his next contract if that guy's face is plastered all over all over the internet and he has a job that's affected by it he loses his livelihood his job is fucking gone yeah that was his life is thing, fucking yeah. ruined fuck yeah. you lebron like and it's not anything pop- racist either dude he no. just he's a he's a fucking trash bag scumbag philadelphia fan <laughs> it's a mob yeah but russell westbrook's getting into the He's been doing it all along. This is like the fifth or sixth time that he's gotten involved with a fan. So this is Russell Westbrook's first time. And he's just, he's, he lights the fire. You get drunk fans and you just egg them on. That's what's going to happen. You get shit thrown at you. Yeah. I, and I don't I'm think I'm not defending should... him by no means. I'm no, not defending him. Shut by no... up, right? And, and I don't think you should you throw your things cut? at people. And I don't think you should throw no, things no, no, at No, 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 no. But the... you shouldn't also egg fans on either. No, but I don't think Russell Westbrook did that. He didn't to that do anything. He did nothing. He was hurting. He was walking out hurt. Helped you have a bad rap on your fucking chart. I mean, well, you don't know. Well, to raise That's a point. baby back bitch move from Westbrook. I don't give a shit. It's fucking popcorn. Go in the fucking locker room and, and leave it there. Don't no. fucking try to fight the fan. The fan would turn out to be a pussy because he saw he pissed off Westbrook. What do he do? He sat down and hide behind his little, all his fucking boys. Just it's I don't Westbrook. care about Westbrook's reaction. He like, yeah, fine. You want to act tough and try to fight him. You're never going to fight him. The LeBron re- reaction is what got me. 
Shut yeah, up, piss dude. me off. Dude, well, LeBron has to get involved. Up, Anything that happens, LeBron has to get involved with. You know, you're, to Ray's point, if Russell Westbrook hit a game-winning shot, he'd be flaunting his jersey and pumping his fist and saying, shush the fuck up like Trey Young was doing to the Knicks fans all, you know. So what yeah. does that mean? So what does that mean? So, you know, it's sports. This is why we like sports. There's a little edge. There's a good amount of edge. And there's a little bit of, of uh, uh, violence. And there's there's some, you know, there's a little risk there. There's a little risk. And if the risk is fucking popcorn on your head, just walk into the into the locker room and shut up. And, and, and find, find the guy. Find the guy 10 grand. He won't do it again. No one else will do it again. Find him 10 grand. Simple assault with some fucking popcorn. Simple assault. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, let's give the guy a fucking misdemeanor that he has to deal with for seven years. Oh, that's that's a violation. $300 fine in New Hampshire. You're talking uh, to the wrong guy. You're Bill talking to the wrong well. guy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of that, all right, we're, 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 we're along here because Bill was late. Well, let's move on. we got to go hockey. Islanders beat the Pens. Uh, B is looking at the Islanders here in round two. Uh, 8 p.m. start on Saturday. we got round two. Bruins versus Islanders. Finally, we can get out of the... Is it Saturday confirmed? Yep. yep. Saturday, oh, okay. 8 p.m. We can get out of the NBA and... and Patriots practice bullshit. We can finally get back to shit that means something. Uh, Bruins versus Islanders on Saturday. Just give me your initial thoughts. Not a lot of time spent on this. We'll do. We'll do. Uh, we'll do some more here on uh, after the first game. It's gonna be a tough series. I mean, Barry Trotz. You know, he just won his seventh straight first round series. I mean, the way they took he took him to the Eastern Conference Finals last year. They had your number until Taylor Hall came. You know, the the, the Bruins are favorite. I believe it's minus two twenty. No, 200. So it went down. It was over. Yeah. It was like two minus 225 like earlier today. I th- the series is going to be a grind. You got to win some close games, you know, two to one, three to two games. I expect the Bruins to win in six, truthfully. I mean, I know it's a little early for predictions, but I, I expect them to. Oh, it's I, prediction I really season. Do. The game, this is Friday. This is release game starts Saturday. So, yeah, I expect Bill, to win Bruins in six. I got Bruins in six. Soroko for them right now is kind of taking over that rookie goalie down there. I mean, you've seen Varlamov, not really. Um, play much of this postseason now and there seems like they're going to ride the, the hot goalie you know maybe the Bruins should think about doing that with Jeremy Swayman as you're kind of seeing it around the league I don't I'm not saying now but like when we were talking about going into the postseason it was like all right I was iffy going with Tuca but I was confident we could do okay with Swayman but you're seeing it now Soroga's a rookie he's 23 years old he's hot he carried them against Pittsburgh and and hopefully you can fucking get by him because i mean your their goaltender situation seems like a lot better than the bruins do right now right here's what i'll say about the islanders if you if you take a look no i didn't, I didn't watch all the last uh three games i didn't sit down and watch the islanders pens game three games but i took a look a little bit of the highlights and a little bit of of not the game film but i just went back and i have the nhl stuff uh, humble brag i watched some of it look at those scores the islanders are not ones to score a bunch of goals they they won that last game five to three the Penguins, they, they, Jaffrey they, is fucking they shit terrible. On themselves. Terry, they puked sorry. on themselves. They absolutely puked on themselves in goal and, and, and in defense. And the Bruins are not going to do that. You're absolutely right. It's going to be a grind, but I trust the Bruins uh, top two lines uh, to, to outperform the Islanders. And like you said, once they got Taylor Hall, they got their number. Um, four <laughs> out of the eight games have been decided by one goals or le- one goal or less in the capital series. All of their games was decided by one goal or less. I expect the Bruins. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. Yep, it was. All of the Bruins were. Uh, I expect the Bruins to uh, six, maybe even five. Let me give me five. Let me take the. Uh, wow, you're the homer here. All let right. Let me take the uh, gentleman sweep. Bruins and five. 
Well, the other thing that Bill didn't mention is that Sorokin has only played in 22 games. He has a 9.12 save percentage. I think we got to do what we did with Washington. Just pepper him with shots, you know, 30 plus shots a game and just, just test him. You got to test him early. You got to test him often, you know, and uh, Kyle Pal- Palmieri is now the Bruins killer that he was on New Jersey. He's the leading school scorer for the devils right now. I mean, for the Islanders right now in the playoffs with three. And then you got uh Barzloff who, uh, 2015 Barzal. Barzal. Barzal, sorry. Yeah. And he's, you know, led the team with uh, 45 points in the uh, regular season. So those are your two guys you're going to watch in the uh, playoffs this week. So we'll see what happens. Bruce. So fucking good. Yeah. Um, uh, God. Bruins and seven. Bruins and seven. Oh, bees and seven. Okay. I just counter your point. Five, Dude, six, hold seven. On. Yeah. Did you not watch the last two games where they had like 30 shots combined? What do you mean? Pepper them with shots. The last two games, they didn't do shit against fucking Samson off the Bruins did. So, I mean, you, you got to muster Samson. more shots. I mean, Sam Sunoff, sorry. He went four to one. Rask had 18 saves. You know, I get. That's even, what I'm saying. We well, got to shoot or, on him. Oh, you had they, 18 shots. They had 18 shots. They had the two second periods in game four and five. They had two goals and four shots in the game before, or game three, I'm sorry. They had one goal and three shots in the third period. That shit can't happen if you expect to win these games. Ray didn't That's say a, that they can't. I'm not talking he about Tuka. They should. Ray said that the Bruins should. I know, but they him. couldn't do it. They couldn't do it well, against we'll Sam Sunoff. We'll see. Sam Sunoff, and it might not be their approach anymore. Uh, they might be looking for quality over quantity. Regardless, you're talking about a, a rookie goaltender. You want to put pressure on him, whether sure. that whether that's shots on goal or just putting people in front of him, whatever it whatever it is. I agree for, offensively with Ray. You got you want you got to put pressure on the rookie goaltender. That's kind of no. That's a no brainer. No, I don't. On net, I don't baby. disagree. Pucks but you just net. had a rookie goaltender that you couldn't get muster shots up on against Washington. So you got to hope you, which is a better. <sighs> really, uh, the Islanders are a better defensive team, and you expect if you're getting under 20 shots a game, that's you're not going to win. So you need to. You need to score, need to get shots, but you can't do it. You haven't done it yet. I don't disagree with that. And that's you did not it better Ray, against. It's not what Ray said. I'm back up, back copying Bill. I'm back up, back copying you, Bill, because we're late and we're mm-hmm. moving on from Bruins talk because we're going to have a lot of Bruins talk. And I just want to touch on this uh, Spygate stuff. We might not have time for the Red Sox. Oh, uh, darn. Uh, Seth Wickersham, did this was this guy scorned by fucking Ernie Adams early in his career Ooh, or what? How many goddamn times has this guy written a piece about the fucking uh, Patriots? I'm at this point. I don't know if you guys have read the whole thing. I'm assuming Ray hasn't because it's pretty long. There's, uh, no pictures. there's no pictures at all. But uh, the piece obviously released this week from Seth Wickersham and somebody else at ESPN, whoever doesn't matter, uh, was relating back to Spygate, not the Flakegate, Spygate, 2007. 2007 cheating scandal, uh, which basically the headline was Arnold Specter investigated the Patriots and the NFL in the Spygate as a lifelong Eagles fan and a 50-year fucking sitting Congress uh, senator. Investigated Spygate and was offered a bribe by Donald Trump via Robert Kraft to stop investigating Spygate. That God was basically the story. Off. It was like 1500 fucking words. Yeah, it took me like four hours to read this stupid ass fucking Basically just going Ugh. over exactly what Spygate was and all of the information that we already knew about Kraft and Trump all to the same point that Arlen Specter and the source of this fucking story was his son 
who said the guy was Trump. And the only reason this is getting play is because Trump's name is involved and that's going to get headlines. And he's being investigated, probably will be indicted by the Southern District of of New York. And that's it. That's it. It's a fucking click piece from ESPN. And anybody who thinks otherwise is an asshole. What Patriots cheating, Patriots cheating, Donald Trump, 2021 clickbait. That's all that was. Wow, what a fucking job. I mean, it, there's some juicy details in there. I mean, the idea of Donald Trump like meeting uh, Arlen Specter at Mar-a-Lago and going, hey, you know, Bob, Bobby Kraft would like me to tell you that, you know, there's, there's a half a million dollars waiting for you down here in a bag for your campaign results if you just drop this Spygate bullshit. And by the way, you're investing in the Spygate bullshit because you're an Eagles fan and you lost to him. And Comcast is in a big fucking... De- fight with the nfl right now who are the biggest donor to your campaign anybody who looked at this and didn't like just see through the lines that everyone's playing in the mud you get the united states congress and the nfl two of the dirtiest organizations that the world has ever seen what do you think's happening what the fuck do you think's that it's called grease in the skids what do you think's happening dude i just want belichick to pass fucking don shula and I want Alan Spector to be fucking dug up so Belichick can piss on his fucking skeletal remains just to rub it in his face. I don't care. I don't care. And if he was cremated, I hope a cat shits in his urn. Uses as a fucking litter box. I'm done with Spygate. I'm done with it. Please be over with <laughs> Like, dude, it was almost 20 fucking years ago. God, what were you going to do as Congress? You couldn't do shit. What was he going to do in fucking You couldn't do shit. Bill, he was what the was only one. He was the only one. Out of all of the House of Representatives and all of the senators that had any that had wanted to do any, they were ridiculing him. He lost his seat in the Senate because of this. He and lost he ran it. For president. And then when he tried to get it, when he in his last go at it, he like kind of extortionally went to Kraft and was like, "Give me some fucking money." Oh, the cat litter box. That was a fucking cat litter box was excellent. All right, we're going real long. I don't want to touch on the Red Sox series here, but just quickly, Bill Ray. Take a nap. Uh, they beat the Braves 9-5 last night in a three-hour rain delay. Ridiculous. Uh, Pavetta with an okay start. Look, Pavetta might be your best pitcher right now, and he's not that or great. Nine, which what says are they, 9-1 or 10-1 in his career starts? Yeah, the Red he's 6-0. Right so. Yeah, in career. Yeah, he's 6-0 this season with 3-8-6 ERA. Just real nice for a number three starter, and that's basically all you got. That's a story for another day. Uh, this game, Adovino almost blows it. Barnes comes in, saves it couple other pieces here for the Sox. Franchi is uh, optioned down to the Woo Sox. We'll see who gets called up. But we were texting about it today. That looks like, right now, that looks like a big loss on Bloom's record on the Benintendi trade. Benintendi trade. Oh, dude, but you still got, the biggest thing is you have three players to be named later. A lot of times those turn out to be shit. But I think, you know, with Bloom coming from Pittsburgh, I think, uh, sorry, Tampa, they value those players to be named later more so than the Red Sox would would usually those are just throw-ins for trades. Right. Yeah. So I mean you got with the Wichowski Wichowski from the Mets. I believe he came over from the Mets. You gotta hope you hit something because Frenchie is a complete and utter loss. 30 37 strikeouts and 102 at bats. It's over with it's a joke. And Benetetti's at 280 right now. I think he's at five jacks and uh, like six stolen, seven Lo- stolen. By base. the way, I like I love Benintendi. By the way, I love Benintendi. Had a game-winning uh, World Series catch. Obviously, the bat went the other way. 
Uh, whatever. Yep, it's going to go bad as a, as a bad deal. I don't care what they get back. Benintendi will be a nice ball player for the rest of his career. Winkowski is pitching okay. Those players to be named later will be nothing. Franchi was a disaster from the get-go. Um, that's a loss. He's gonna, you, you're going to have to eat that one, Heim. Hopefully other things work out from you. And the last piece here, uh, actually, you know what? We're late. Let's do this on the after show if anyone wants to listen. This has been the Silk Mind Sports Show. Friday headlines, uh, May 28th. Mm-hmm. Yep. Bye. <laughs> Bye. I didn't trust my computer there for a second. Twenty-eight. Ray, have you caught up on this pine tar allegation stuff with the? With no. The... You guys were fucking. Right. I was All at right. work Bill, and I was on. like, "Fucking a, dude." So let me lay it out for you, Bill. You can you can tell me how wrong I am. Uh, so Giovanni Galagos, Galag, Galago, is he on your fantasy team, Bill? Who? The St. Louis pitcher that got. His hat no, revoked. No, I, okay. I don't have him. Giovanni Galagos was uh he got his hat disbarred from the game by uh Country they, Oh Joe. yeah, they Country Joe West. Country Joe West made him get rid of his hat because oh, they said God, that there was substance in, there was substance on his hat. And um that and then the St. Louis uh, manager who I forget his name, sorry, uh Schmidt, came up shit or shit 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 Schmidt, 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 yeah, yeah, some, yeah. somewhere around there. Came out and uh, <laughs> he got kicked out immediately for arguing and then gave a 10 minute rant about the essentially the unwritten rules of baseball that in the quote was this is baseball's dirty little secret that pitchers and everybody else uses substances and uh Joe West wanted to make a fucking point of it in this game. Uh, and then, and the repercussions of that, Josh Donaldson of the Minnesota Twins, formerly of Bill's Braves, which makes sense, Ray, that he was defending him so much, oh, formerly of the together. Toronto Blue Jays, came One out year, and said, Red Bull, fuck him. he has a, a catalog of pitchers cheating in the MLB that he is going to release like he's good. Like I want to see it. Like he's fucking see? like, like still, he's the he's still defending him. <laughs> I'm not defending him. I just think it's cool. I want to fucking see it. Like you, I got you, a catalog. I got a good. catalog. Like good. I'm fucking Dude, this goes back to in the Watergate holes. investigation. No. Remember, I want to see what I got, man. Magnum PI, Josh Donaldson. Fuck Josh Donaldson. I got a catalog. What good, a fucking good. I want to see it. I want to fucking see it. The mm-hmm. same thing with the steroids and fucking Jose Canseco. I got a catalog. What happened? It was 100% true. I want to see all of this. I want to see how's it cheating, though? It. If you're stupid enough to know, like, figure out signs, how's that cheating? Technically, it's cheating, but baseball is oh, rampant. What in are this. we talking this is, about signs for? This is why he didn't get the whole Jose Cancingo thing. This is why this is why oh. baseball is what it is, but it's also why baseball is great. There is like this fine line, and the Astros clearly crossed it with si- steel signing because they used technology and, and synced it all up. And uh, on, on the uh, on the banned substances thing. I don't, I don't, nec- actually, I don't necessarily disagree with Joe West in this. He just has such a bad reputation. He's getting God, I hate the him. mud. But like he gave the, you know, technically the rule is if they think there's a substance and there is, you get kicked out right there. He gave him a shot. He's like, go get a different hat. And the St. Louis manager went off on him. I just like, I look at that stuff and I, wh- how do you want baseball to be? Players, you fucking crybabies, Josh Donaldson. How do you want baseball to be? 
Do you want it to be the game that you grew up with? And yeah, there's some cheating involved because that's what baseball is. So yeah, you sign steal. If you can catch a sign with your eyes, not a fucking camera. Uh, if you can, if you can get away with a little pine tar or, or a little sunscreen on your hat, then you get away with it. If you get away with a little extra tar on your bat, then you get away with it. Like that's baseball. Do you I'm want all for or, that? Or, or do you want it to be a be fucking replay monster where, where they check your, if your fucking dick or your cleat touches the base before someone tags you, which way do you want to go players? I'm, I'm so anti-player at MLB right now. It's ridiculous. Just I, shut I'm, the fuck up and play. I'm all for that small cheating shit. Like I, I don't care about it. Truthfully. I just think it's funny that like when these guys are getting called out for it and now he's like, I got a whole thing. Good. I want to see it. Like, fine. I don't care if stealing signs, if it's done the right way. I don't give a shit. It's part of the game. So I want to hear it come out. I want to see what is coming out. Just It's just going to be laughable to me. This is why I want to see it. Th- is the main thing. is well, I just want to see I, the I, list. If Josh Johnson not- wants to release his catalog and ruin his career and end his career, then fine. Because I think that's what it should do. What, you want to be a cop caller in baseball and, like, release your own tapes of guys touching their hat against you? Like, come on! It is, it is kind of cunty though, because like oh, a little bit, you're all, you are narking out, you know. But again, it's hitters versus pitchers. That's what it is. And, and I someone think, show me oh, all of Josh Donaldson's at bats and see if he hasn't peeked down at the catcher's mitt before. Show me show me all those at bats. Yeah, the guy that hit 280 and then who who hit 240 the next year. I mean, you know it. This is this is like these are the qualms of baseball. This is what kind of makes the the sport kind of quirky. And if Look, if you tell me that, um, you know, uh, substance abuse for pitchers on their hat is is changing the game and it's not allowing action in the pack. game. <laughs> oh, they only come eight packs. Yeah, yeah. Then I'm then I'm fine disbanding it. But it's a lock day. Suck my dick. <laughs> All right. Whatever. Fuck you guys. That was the word. That's-